0: Hello and welcome back to another Safe Space, the Barstool Music Podcast, where we get to know some of the brilliant unsigned and independent artists that I just love supporting week in, week out. Um... This week, I am catching up with a local band to meet from Birmingham. They are called First Frontier. I managed to catch up with Paul and Helena, and we had a great chat all about their music, all about their inspiration, how they got started, just, just everything. We Even vegetables were involved. Uh, not in that way. Anyway, <laughs> before we get into the interview, I'd just like to play you a short clip of uh, what they do. So here we go. So there you have it. That was Jagged Lines, one of their brilliant singles that they've released over the last couple of months. And I'm really, really excited as they have a brand new EP dropping on the 18th. However, rather than me give you a checklist of all their accomplishments and what's to come in the future, how about we get stuck into this week's interview with the brilliant First Frontier. So, First Frontier, it's great to have you both on the Safe Space podcast because I, I love your music and I'd like to get to know you a lot better. So thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, thanks for having
0: here, us. Yeah. No, no problem. So um, to sort of kick us off, do you want to kind of sort of tell, tell me sort of about what it's been like releasing your music over the years? Because it's been quite a few releases in a row, hasn't it? Yeah, mm. we just
2: we just recorded quite a lot of songs last year and, and yeah. we're really excited to get them out. So we just go pew, pew, pew and... <laughs> Yeah, just releasing releasing them one after another. Um, yeah. Because yeah, we really like them and we want them to have legs on their own. And we're also packaging it up as an yeah. EP, which is yeah. coming out, um later this month as well.
0: Oh no, brilliant! Because you've recently moved um, to Birmingham. Yeah. yeah uh, as well, and and was kind of was it always the plan to kind of move and then start the music, or was it sort of lockdown sort of hindered things a little bit?
1: We started right. So we had an idea to do a bit of a duo just before lockdown. Yeah. Before before the COVID era began, and yeah. uh, you know, as soon as we, I think we did one open mic back in London, yeah. And then everything made it impossible for us to go out and, and play. And so over that time, we just thought, ah, oh, we'll build up the infrastructure of the band, like a mm-hmm. social media thing and a website, yeah. and just kind of because with two of you as well, it's quite time consuming. You've got you've both got to do. All the legwork you know there's some people and it's you can just delegate and it's much easier to do all that stuff so yeah it was nice to get that and then we just figured well it makes sense to properly release music when you can actually be seen on stage playing that music as well yeah i think i'm a bit old school i think the best you know i don't i don't have the biggest trust in social media doing (laughs) the legwork i'd rather people like us because we're live and that we're a good live band and stuff so it was kind of an idea to do those two in tandem really yeah
0: yeah it's, it's, it's better to have that real live reaction than it's quite easy to like a post but not fully engage in it kind of thing
1: yeah and like you can put hours and hours into something yeah and then it's gone in like half the time yeah it's just like it's no no longer in anyone's feed you know and you're just like
2: some people have really got a knack for social media, and I and I, I envy and applaud them at the same time. I don't yeah. think we're maybe not quite that generation who like have it in built. We still do it. I, I still do. it. I still quite enjoy it. But yeah, it's yes, definitely not. We're not. We're not influencers. It's not, it's not just that as well.
1: Like we're, we're definitely not. <laughs> I have influenced nothing yeah. apart from maybe some teacup sales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I also find that social media, by its very like set up is herd mentality. Make it's a maker of a herd mentality. Yeah. Ultimately you're you're copying what has been done well before. And that feels like the antithesis of creativity to me. So I kind of don't want to get into that and do that and like play that game, play those rules, try and game the algorithm because yeah. there's a lot of time spent being a follower. Of trends and yeah. not much time honing the skill set of
2: being a musician. Being a musician,
1: yeah. and having a unique voice, and all that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I do. I, I get what you mean because for me, I've spoken to a few people on this podcast now, and they feel it's a, it's kind of a double edged sword because it's opened like music- musicians like yourselves up to so many more people at like the mm-hmm. click of a button. But then at the same time, like you said, it's it's not just about you performing your music you've then got to be like okay well I've got to still put three videos out today what do I do uh how about I just lip sync this for a little bit and it can kind of then sort of detract a little bit yeah away from what your sort of core value is
1: it totally is and and also like it's it's kind of nice you can open that up and and definitely there's. I should probably caveat what I was saying before there's some people that are doing original amazing things on media for sure um um but at the same time, like a lot of your fans may, you know, you, it's it's great if you have a lot of likes and followers, but if it's like a hundred people in Sierra Leone, well, they're never going to be able to see us play yeah. unless we can yeah. drum up the money to travel to Sierra <laughs> Leone yeah. in Racket. It's
0: where crowdfunding comes in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so it's quite, you know, it's, it's like, okay, well, so, so part of that motivated the reason to move to Birmingham as well, because yeah. kind of. We thought, well, there's a great appetite for um, music in in Birmingham. There always has been. I think there always will be. And, you you know, yourself, great proof of that. Somebody that is really kind of championing everything that's going on and doing your own thing around it, which is amazing. And so we wanted to be in a place where we were not quite as anonymous as London. Yeah. Uh,
0: And where our
1: kind of music as well is you hear it more. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, It's all sort of mixed isn't it? Yeah.
0: Lots of different styles. Yeah, yeah. that's what I find because like I was speaking to someone before and they were like um, you think about cities you, you sort of you go to a music genre for them like Manchester you think brick pop indie mm-hmm. and all this sort of... whereas with Birmingham I often link it to sort of reggae and things but that was mostly because I grew up around yeah, that yeah. sort of community and culture a lot of the time so it's very much blasted out of all cars windows all that sort of stuff <laughs> but for me Birmingham's completely multi-genre there's no pinning it down and uh, and I think it's great to hear bands like yourselves coming in and just adding to that eclecticness and that different feel mm-hmm. and giving a taste for everyone else
2: oh, out there hurts. kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Birmingham originally yeah. um, and uh, I just have such fond memories of like every weekend going down to the the academy, uh, the OT yeah. Academy down Dayland where it was at the time and just yeah. Going to gigs throughout my youth and yeah, it's just
0: queuing up under the bridge. Yeah, I remember that well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Trying to get into the bars afterwards, even though I was underage. Or... Yeah, <laughs> go, go, you've got to hit,
0: hit up the McDonald's as well. Yeah. Really, really. <laughs> <laughs> and then contemplate Toys R Us as it closed down. And yeah, then,
1: yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> such a shame. No, such it's such a funny. loss. <laughs> oh,
0: it, well it was. I couldn't get I couldn't get any toys for her when you'd see the gigs then.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, it's it's great to hear like kind of your ethos and sort of old school approach to it all. So what was it like when you sort of, as a duo, like you said, you did that one open mic night and then the lockdowns kind of hit. Was it kind of, did a part of you think, is this a sign that we shouldn't? Or were you very much committed to trying to do something at that point?
2: We did pause for a bit. I am we?
1: never one to be told I can't do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I gotta, I've got got to caveat that in. <laughs> I'm never one to be told I can't do something legal, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and respectful over the people's bodies and autonomy. Sorry. First,
0: first frontier were cancelled on their first foot. Four-
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, it was still something we wanted. I'm just going to move on from that. Yeah, it was we wanted to do. Just weren't sure how to approach it then. So yeah, a bit of time to to figure it out, and obviously for like until like June or July, like we couldn't even get into a studio and record or, mm. or even rehearsal studio because yeah. everything was shut. So it was like, there was a bit of like a, a pause, wasn't there? Mm. So.
1: Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and like, I guess a lot of people were trying to figure out what they, who they were and what they were doing in that time and what yeah. they wanted. Like, it was quite a good time for a bit more introspection. And, and I think we took that time to kind of, kind of work out, right, we've got, a finite amount of time left on the planet. <laughs> what yeah. are we going to do with it? How do we do this in the way that, like, I feel like is more um, useful in the world and um, also better and more fun? <laughs> yeah. You know? So, okay, I think so- we get, we're still working out who we are as a band oh, as yeah. well, you know, yeah. every time we, some of the stuff we're re- releasing now is stuff we wrote back in two years ago. Um, yeah. As Helena was saying, like, it took us a while to get into the studio. But the things that we're writing now are quite uh, quite, different. quite different. So it's quite yeah. even the EP that's coming out, like Jagged Lion um feels like something that probably doesn't belong with the rest of the songs so much because it was written yeah. you know in the last six or seven months. We just kinda of crammed it on there right at the last minute because we were like, Well it's, yeah, it feels <laughs> done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one feels done. It's just click done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I know but I I know I because I think it's it's quite weird when you release a song because as a musician you spend years sometimes working on tracks and all that. then once you release it it's like for like people like myself listening to it it feels like it was written yesterday quite mm-hmm. today but for you you're like you're already two years on from it and mm-hmm. working on something that is completely different sometimes or your sounds evolved since then because of lessons learned and
1: mm-hmm. and
0: things like that and as, is that what you found like with the stuff that you wrote a couple of years ago and the stuff you're writing now that there's quite a bit more of a streamlined sound that you're kind of developing a bit more than when you sort of first picked up and started writing,
2: I think it's got more diverse, if anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which uh, which is it's, it's cool because it means we're experimenting with different sounds. Uh, yeah, but obviously it makes it harder to like figure out, like what well, to like write a little quick sentence about what kind of music. Uh, to play. Yeah, um, but you know, broadly garage rock, and I think covers it, covers it all. Yeah, with yeah. Various influences.
1: <laughs> the t- the difference yeah. now is I think we're kind of starting to understand. Um, our own sensibilities like I do feel like some of the songs on this EP feel like homages to stuff that is already out there and that's just uh, I think indicative of us being early level early career musicians at that stage as well you know you kind of you do start off just kind of going well I love this I want to write something that Makes me feel like that song felt like, yeah. Um, And you try and search for stuff that is obviously um, authentic and unique to yourself. But now I feel like we naturally go and slide into that, like Mm -hmm. who we are thing, rather than like this is sounds. This sounds like yeah, Nirvana or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like more of your sort of subconscious, subconscious
0: personality is seeping Mm -hmm. into the songwriting rather than trying to, Mm
1: -hmm. like
0: you say, sort of be like, oh, I want to sound like this riff from that song because I really love the way it feels and all that kind of stuff
1: yeah I mean I think it's a confidence thing as well isn't it to a certain degree because I mean when you are learning um, an instrument as well you're basically just you're learning to do what other people have done before you yeah to a certain point once you start playing more and, and just like knowing what each other can do as well you're like okay this is what we can start with, and then we're just going to take it as far as we can take it. Whereas before, it was just yeah. more like about can we get like a good catchy hook and um, and, a, and a decent like energetic song. We were thinking more about like how we wanted people to react yeah. in the early days than like how yeah. we what we wanted to say. And I think those are two really different things when it comes to approaching mm. the songwriting. Yeah, um, yeah, because we wanted yeah. people to react the way that we react to the stuff that we love. Yeah. And that can only lead to some kind of poor version, poor mimicry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, know, I know what you mean. I've, I've done it, done, I remember doing it myself um, back at school, trying to be like Oasis or trying to be. Yeah. Arctic monkeys, and I even had a singer who wore the trench coat hands behind his back.
2: Oh no! Brilliant! <laughs> Brilliant.
0: And, and rolled his R's, even though he was from Great Bar, and it was like, oh my god. <laughs>
1: did, he, uh, did he get into fights with his brother a lot as well?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Luckily, he was an only child, so he could only really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. no, I, like you say, it's those sort of early days of writing. I think you do, it's not even a conscious thought it's like you're just like it's familiar sounds Mm -hmm. that you kind of cling to and like oh that sounds nice but it's nice because you've heard it before kind of thing but it's nice to hear that you kind of get into a point now where you're a bit more confident would you say you're more confident with your letting that creative leash slide out a little bit more
2: Yeah, I'd say so. I I think, I think so. I think also, maybe. Well, speaking personally, at least, I can't speak for Paul. But when we first started, I really felt like I had something to prove. Like I want to do Mm. something really complicated and show how good I am, Mm. even if it didn't really work well for the song. And I think that confidence is going like, you know what? Actually, this is way better with a simple groove or simple riff, Um, and letting doing what's right for the song rather than like a little ego trip of. Like, yeah. look how cool I am! Oh, <laughs> I like, can
0: finger tap and do a drum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've 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 been there. Tried to learn plug in baby, and that didn't really go down too well. I
2: feel like everyone learned plug in baby. It's good as good for yeah, technique. Yeah, we're, 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 yeah we're definitely. It's just, it's,
0: after all, just go. No, he's just too good. I just. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I'm it's funny you that, no, we're, obviously it's a duo like. One yeah. of the things that we're still like working is like, how do we fill this air with n- enough yeah. colors that it doesn't sound thin or sparse? Mm-hmm. And um, and that's kind of exciting. We're both trying yeah. to, so we, we're just finishing building a studio um, and putting that together. And it's quite exciting to be able to like finally have our own space. And I think that's, you know, the next yeah. thing, isn't it? Is like, right, we grow when we've got all that space and that time and yeah. we don't have to be spending loads of money in rehearsal areas and things mm-hmm. like that to work together. And yeah. Um, yeah, like, I think that's just something that we're really looking forward to doing really is, <laughs> is exploring what we can do with two people.
2: Yeah, yeah. We're, still, we're still, we're still working on that really. And mm. also, but then there's also the whole, another lesson learned from my perspective was trying to fill the space with loads of sound, but actually pulling mm. it back is also important. And um, yeah. and I, I think letting songs breathe and having that space is also, mm. we are just, we're learning all this stuff all the time actually. And it's yeah. great.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. and what, what, what sort of made you stick with the kind of duo format kind of thing, like because obviously yeah. there's bands like Royal Blood and all that that really kind of push the whole two people and you kind of watch him play and you're like, how? How are you doing that on a mm. bass kind of thing? That's inhuman, what are you doing? But like what made you sort of stick and think this is the direction we want to go in?
1: That's a great question. We have
2: no friends. <laughs> No other friends. Nobody wants to play. You're not supposed
1: with it. to be honest. False with stuff. <laughs> You're supposed to be showing off to the world. <laughs> no,
2: we have friends. Yeah.
1: Speak for yourself, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you? What? <laughs> uh, no, I. For me, like, so I trained originally as like a screenwriter. Yeah. So the whole thing with screenwriting is. Um, it's not like your average writing where you can just write whatever comes into your head you've got this really really strict framework and you have to be creative in that small space yeah and so the idea of having a duo was really interesting to me because it meant that you were really limited in what you could do and how much noise yeah and how inventive a soundscape you can have when there's only two people and two voices that can create noise at any given time yeah and so that the idea of being able to kind of push into that and find new ways to be expressive within that limitation I think is quite an interesting place to find creativity sometimes yeah it can also be used as being sounding a bit derivative as well so it's, it's kind of double-edged edged mm. really, but. yeah
0: but do you find like with with that sort of restriction you do think you work creatively better with a kind of a limitation even if it's self-imposed kind of thing.
2: I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've, not, we've not tried it the other way. Um, we've not, like, we've talked a bit about, like, down the line potentially getting potentially getting a bass player or, or someone in. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
2: But I think we need to find our sound first as, like, yeah. two creative forces together. And I think mm. adding someone else in right now when we're just about finding our sound, it could just send us off in a yeah. different... Which may not be a bad thing, yeah. but... But yeah, wait until we're a bit more comfortable with with who we There's are. There's
1: egos so. at play here. <laughs> his, his Can't is a, have another ego. Is the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: <comment. laughs> no, I don't even. It, 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 it's it's sometimes nice to sort of because a lot of the time with recording and things, I've spoken to people before. Like when you've got lots of channels to fill, you kind of find yourself thinking, "I'll add this." i'll add that i'll do this i'll do that but like with your sort of self-imposed restriction it's kind of for me it would breed a nice bit of creativity and all that and have you found that you have sort of thought more outside the box than you would have possibly before starting
1: yeah starting to i think like (laughs) we're trying to diversify a bit more now as well and just kind of experiment with unusual stuff that doesn't feel familiar or or comfortable as well and And I think what we'll probably end up doing and we're like I say, we're just finishing off that studio space is the whole idea is to just go in there and then start trying all different things that we haven't done before. Yeah. You know, uh, Helena's um, kind of getting better at guitar. So like it gives us a real um, uh, kind of ability to kind of actually even ditch drums for one or two songs as well. And see what we can do with something else, you know, um, maybe synth or thing and that kind of thing as well. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, there's quite a lot of space to play in still, to be honest. Like yeah. when it comes to making noise.
2: Yeah. And even so like back at the beginning when we were writing songs, we were pretty much it was just like one vocalist. And then yeah. the more we write, the more we're we're kind of sharing that vocal space because I think that also adds adds a bit of something as well.
0: Yeah, because cause it's one it's one thing I liked about the sort of like your like latest releases and that is the fact that you both sort of share the vocal. The vocal load <laughs> just, just yeah want of a better word um, <laughs> on, on, on the track and I think with your, your voices you both quite complement each other oh, in oh your, thank you sort of, um, like when you start singing and Helena comes in it's it's mm. very sort of complimentary basically oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a long way of saying it. it's, it's, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's... And, and was that sort of something that you sort of found when well best question really is how did you first sort of come together to perform as a duo did you kind of meet at a university at work or anything like that
1: so we met um yeah we met back in London um and um it wasn't until like um I didn't even know that you played drums for a little while and then like uh, it was only after a little while that we we decided actually Helena had a a different band Mm -hmm. um yeah which I've the because of various things in London, you know, people never have time. And so it's hard to kind of, it, she had quite a bit of spare time that she could fill with being creative. So we just decided yeah. to kind of head into a studio and see if anything would happen from it. Yeah. And actually our single edging, like we just, for some reason, I don't know why, we just almost immediately that came out the beginning of yeah. that song. Mm. And then we left thinking, well, this could work. So, yeah, and it's that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, like, and it wasn't like, then when we were going to form a band. It was just like, well, then every now and then when we were free, we'd go and and have a play around. And then after a, a few times, we're like, well, oh, maybe we should yeah. actually do something proper. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do something
1: <laughs> proper. We could do something <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And I guess like it was a natural thing. I mean, actually, yeah, the vocal sharing aspect came in quite early on. And again, it was that idea of how what we what what have we got and yeah, how do we do more with the limitation of just two people. So. It was. It made sense, really, didn't it, to mm-hmm. kind of push that? And, and as yeah, as we've gone on, we've gone more and more egalitarian with the vocals to the point that, like, people are like drawing comparisons with a band called the X, who are like this uh, LA punk band, in yeah. the eighties, uh, the seventies, who had like this kind of dual male female vocals thing. Yeah, on. but mm-hmm. it's quite unusual, surprisingly unusual. Yeah, you know, unless yeah. You get, like someone doing a Christmas song for charity or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> Or a feature? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know what you mean, and that's what I think sort of sort of drew me to you as a band was the fact that there was the, the, the different dynamic in the vocal line because a lot of the time with a sound with the sound like yours there's either just pure female vocal or pure male vocal, mm-hmm. and it was it was sort of like it was great great to listen to, but it kind of got a bit like okay, it's, it's just. The voice changes. That's about it. Yeah. But obviously, <laughs> yeah. when I heard kind of your guys' stuff, it was like this is great because there's that vocal dynamic, the rough aspect, the smooth aspect, everything just kind of culminates in like a nice gritty, mm-hmm. like you said, purely garage rock style. And was was that a kind of a style that you sort of were both kind of into at the time, and it just naturally felt right to sort of do that kind of mm-hmm. gritty style.
2: Well, we both, we've got quite different tastes in music, but the crossover, yeah. probably, that is probably where our, our musical styles cross Your crossover. previous
1: band was like Riot girl Punk, wasn't it? Yeah. So it made sense, that kind of, like, I,
2: I enjoy playing that kind of music. I enjoy listening to yeah. lots of different types, but I really enjoy playing that kind of music. So yeah. for me, I was like, if I can't hit hard... I don't want to play. <laughs> and that basically means rock music or yeah. and the garage aspect yeah. of probably because we weren't very good. So it's like
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Save yeah. us some of like the stuff that's not very good be like, oh it's just garage, it's fine. Go-fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't
1: it? <laughs> it's kind of it's just a nice way of saying they're trying. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's, it's as
0: I said, it's, it's great because I love because there's a few sort of garage rock bands that I really enjoy listening to. Like, there's one from Birmingham called I think Cosmics. Mm-hmm. I really mm. love their sort of sound and that's So, obviously, when I heard yours, it was really great to sort of hear that grit and all that kind of thing. And again, is it something that like do you sort of record at home or have you sort of gone into a studio, like you said, to do a lot of the recording?
2: We've always gone into studios, yeah, until this point, but we, we want to start. Um, doing a bit more from home just because it means we can then release more um, and make more yeah. music and write more and yeah, so currently The good news we is we
1: didn't like by being in the studio, it wasn't like it was so polished, we only had so yeah. much money and so much time, so it wasn't like we yeah. were We weren't there for weeks. We set the bar too <laughs> high for ourselves No. <laughs> yeah When it came to doing our own That's stuff That's true, yeah. And, and you know what Luke, grit is life so yeah. we, kind of, we kind of embrace it, mm-hmm. I think yeah, life is messy and um, I'm okay with it being I'd like we, we we obviously have a long way to go when it comes to mixing and producing and that's part of the learning curve as well yeah and two two of you is always it's always harder I think because you've only got each other to second guess one another and it's yeah uh, you know and we're both quite novice at it all so it's kind of exciting to do it but at the same time like somebody yeah. Who would have that experience and the guidance in the band is lacking, so
0: yeah, it's not kind of, like a around and go, Helena, is this right? I don't
1: know, <laughs> <laughs> sounds okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. just release it, it's fine. Yeah, rock.
0: Oh, no, it's good. So, obviously, with sort of in the future, you'd like to sort of get more into your own sort of production and learn hmm. the sort of work your way around logic all that sort of stuff I don't know
1: you're getting good at it now oh
2: don't no, I'm trying yeah still, still got a long but well, always I feel like you never no one's ever gonna ever master their craft unless yeah they're lying to themselves I don't think anyone ever will. so um yeah um but that but that is the plan yeah yeah starting to work yeah. start my way around logic and um none of the stuff we've released is is me I'm not I'm not quite there yet but
0: hopefully
2: yeah the next the next lot will be so that's exciting yeah
0: Oh no, brilliant! And with obviously the the crop of songs that you've released so far, where when they, you got into sort of the songwriting process for that, what does that kind of look like for the both of you? Does, does one of you have an idea and come in and say, "I've got this," or do you kind of both just jam and something evolves? It's
1: just, both of those things have happened, and yeah. like a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, write, do you write guitar parts first or lyrics first? Um, both of those things have happened as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, so. I don't think. I don't know. There's.
2: We usually kind of don't go into a rehearsal or practice blind. Like one of us or both of us will bring something that we've practiced in and go. Yeah. Oh, I think this is cool. What do you think? Mm. And then we'll jam it out. That yeah. tends to be where most stuff starts.
1: We've never had a. F- the, n- neither one of us has ever had a fully fleshed song. Like it only <laughs> becomes something when we sit down together and it clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'll 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 record stuff all the time on my on my phone just like bits of crap mainly, but <laughs> like I'll play into Helena and, and there'll be two reactions. One's like, oh and one's like ooh. And and the second yeah. one is good. And the first one's it's very polite, but it also yes, just politely just delete. Affirms the crapness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> without without destroying my soul.
0: So yeah. that's quite nice. <laughs> oh, that's
1: very nice. <laughs>
2: Just, just yeah, hunger you know. is that ego.
1: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's fragile. Mm-hmm. Why would something so awesome be so fragile? <laughs> I don't know. That's one for my therapist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Swinging into a new podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where do you kind of pull your inspiration Because, Because there's a few that have kind of got a bit of a social commentary aspect to them. And is that kind of where you find with your songwriting that you kind of drift more towards a social, personal type of thing, or do you enjoy kind of trying to cope with a bit of a story with the song?
1: That's a good question. Um, I think uh, there's two ways in, I, and both of those are absolutely right. Like yes. I, I what I want to do actually is the latter one and try and explore storytelling a bit more. Yeah. I think it's something we haven't done enough of uh, or any of, no. not really. One creepy eyes. There's a new one we've written recently, which I'm trying to achieve that a little bit more with that. Um, But the other stuff is it feels more like as because I'm coming from a writing background. A lot of the time when you when you're writing, you're kind of the the art of creating is more like you're working through something that bothers you. Yeah, and there's a catharsis in in kind of delving into it and trying to make sense of it. And um, I think that's what we've often done, and that's why it's often. Excuse social because it's it's like this is bothering me I want to f- work it out and I'm going to try yeah. and do it through this song yeah,
2: yeah I think we'd like all of our songs to have well to be interpreted however people want to interpret them because yeah. songs are for others but also like everything every song that we have we want really there to be an underlying not like in your face message mm-hmm. but something that like if you really want to have a listen and, and take it away you can without being preachy yeah. or yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I
0: think that I think that's the kind of fine line a lot of song writers try and walk is that not becoming too preachy and too, I'm trying to shove a lesson down your throat here. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, this is it. Like, if you agree, fair enough.
1: If you don't, you'll still enjoy the song because yes. it's got different elements to it and all that sort mm. of stuff. Ambiguity is really nice because with yeah. music, you know, the first point is of entry is like the melody. And we always try to marry up the meaning of the lyrics and the song. Um, Yeah, the songs kind of sound or and that kind of thing. But um...
2: and actually, interestingly, so Paul writes most of the lyrics and and sometimes he'll, he'll bring them to me and I'll think they mean, well, to me, they'll mean something. But to yeah. him, I mean something else. And that's yeah. quite
1: nice, I, I think, as well. Yeah, like I, you want the kind of general tone to be to be to lead someone, but there's got to be a bit of ambiguity in there. So that it's yeah. So that I, Cause I want the person to be able to take something and make it their own as well. Yeah. I think if you're too overt, then you you know, I mean it's not ambiguity ambiguity to the point that I'm writing about lettuce, but that actually <laughs> is socialism or something, you know, like it's not it's not that <laughs> ambiguous. But, <laughs>
0: I oh, want a song about, a song lettuce. about <laughs> lettuce.
1: Yeah. Write that down. No. Right,
0: I don't. We'll do it, Paul. It's fine.
2: <laughs> As a solo project. It's a solo project. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just an EP about songs about vegetables.
2: <laughs> Actually I reckon that could do well. That's a nice concept album. And the
1: first yeah, EP yeah. can be called lettuce begin.
2: Oh, dear. <laughs>
0: Oh. What's worse now is my brain's going at 100 miles an hour trying to come up with more puns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is, this is, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's
0: like, I'm, like, I'm talking, and my brain in the background is going, Turnips, what can I do without? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but yeah, no, hope, hopefully, people will turn up to
1: the gig. No, um... A Christian veg company called Letters Pray. <laughs> Brilliant, right? Free Gideon's Bible with every delivery.
0: That's that's the name of the episode. <laughs>
1: yeah. You can tell that in the silent. Um, and yeah. If you could if you could put a sound to an eye roll, then it would. Well, you'd hear it, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just add some cricket noises. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tumbleweed. <laughs> I'm
1: I'll gonna just
0: cut, cut out everyone else's voices and just yeah. to talk.
1: I'll do you a favour. I'm gonna I'm gonna silence myself for the next. Time, <laughs> that's the most I can give you.
0: Yeah. Oh no, it's, it's quite. I love these times when it's just a laugh. But um, <laughs> back to the sort of the music of it all. Um, with the EP, was that something that you'd had in mind to do? Sort of when you started writing the music, would you did you always think? Because obviously, in this day and age, there is a lot of focus on singles, playlisting individual tracks, that kind of stuff. But was was it something personal for you that you wanted to do an EP to sort of say like we've done a body of work? let's draw a line under that and move on kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I, I think so. It's kind of like, yeah. this is us as we're starting off. Um, and this is a group of songs that we think kind of go together and represent who we are. Um, yeah. And I think it'll be really interesting in a few years time to kind of look back on the evolution of that. Um, as you say, like singles are really important still. So we are yeah. still releasing most of those songs um, as singles and, you know, pushing for, for playlists and, and all that kind of stuff, radio play. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, from, I mean, I grew up on albums. You'd go to the shop, you'd buy an album, you'd listen yeah. back, you know, front to back, over and over again. And um, mm. and I love, I mean, down the line, I, I kind of think these days you need to have a real good concept for that. You can't just be 12 songs put together randomly, like, they yeah. have to flow. But I mean, ultimately, that would be something that i really love to do, like a proper album that you want people to listen to, like first track, yeah. to last mm-hmm. track, and it takes them on a journey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, love that.
1: This oh, okay. EP as well, like it was like trying to kind of deal, deal with a lot of things that were bothering us, and I think yeah. it opens and closes with the little like mm-hmm. noise additions that um like little sound clips almost that actually you'll have heard on the two singles, Jagged Line is the outro song and Breakaway is the first uh, song. Yeah, Breakaway starts with like a kind of almost like industrial gritty sounding like beep, sounds beep, like a beep, beep. Waist- yeah yeah yeah. Look- and- Cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the end outro is the sound of um just bird song um yeah but, it's a more
2: hopeful yeah at the end with that
1: distant drone of like cars and humanity in the background yeah. and it's yeah you know, exploring the kind of importance of how each individual has a part to play one way or another yeah and kind of being in control of the version of the of, of that part that you want to play yeah yeah
0: Oh no it it sounds sounds great and that's really put that in context yeah, like, hearing, oh, yeah. and the just matter like so, ooh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and <laughs> you have to go back and you listen to that so and <laughs> listen to it
1: but the just matter thing again is that kind of ambiguity um the main thing yeah. is obviously that we're just made up of matter you know atoms yeah and particles and what have you but, but also we can matter it's the, the remarkable thing of our existence is that we're this random assortment of of, of atoms that has come together to be thinking and feeling and yeah you can do amazing things with that and as you can see in you know in ukraine you can do horrendous things yeah that as well and it's fascinating that humans are so diverse <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: some more than others but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> some are only and... good for making up ridiculous puns based on various vegetables. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's not go down that road quick.
1: <laughs>
0: no, let's not carry on with that. Um... <laughs> there you go, see? He <laughs> got there. Yes.
2: <laughs> well done,
0: <Link>. right, <laughs> I'm going to add that into where the original conversation was and it will seem like a oh. comedy genius. no. Um... <laughs> Would, would you say like, because obviously, Helena, you were saying you'd like to kind of create an album start to finish, but Paul, you are saying you come from like a writing background. Would you consider like a concept story album kind of thing?
1: Yeah, I think that's what, Helen, you you especially love to do, right? And for yeah. me, it's absolutely like a really exciting prospect. The question is like, what story? Like, Well, you mm-hmm. know what's
2: interesting? So I'm a, a massive fan of musicals. Um, yeah. And As such, growing up, I just loved Green Day's album, um, Boulevard of broken dreams i don't know if that was the name of the album but basically oh american idiot american idiot
1: that's
2: it that's it oh god i just thought it's just the most incredible Mm. album because it literally tells a story it feels yeah Mm. it feels like you're watching listening to a musical in my opinion yeah in fact i think they may have made that whole thing into a musical Um, i
0: I believe they did i think they did it's america they turn everything into a musical (laughs) (laughs) i I do think they did make made it into a musical Mm. But yeah. that's what
2: I'd like not to make a musical, but to make, like, yeah, like a, yeah. an actual album that, that really does tell a story, yeah, um, without it being cheesy. That's the thing. I think a lot of my <laughs> tendencies skew to like they could just be really cringy and cheesy, so it just pulls me mm. back a bit, but
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah, yeah,
2: you love know, that stuff,
0: yeah. You'll have to do a really cheesy one just to get it out of your system, yeah, and then you can do the... <laughs> there. You go, rewrite Release it. it under a completely different name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it'd be good actually. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And and you know, finding something that's going to be timeless is always the key. Yeah. Um, rather than react any joke reaction to something that's going on right now, which yeah might lose its potency. That's but if the right thing comes along, you know, we come up with the right thing. I'd love, love, love to do an entire album just mm-hmm. structured around one idea. I think it's so great. I mean, I've always uh, loved uh, the Who. Um, and they, I mean, they were uh, uh, so good at doing kind of concept stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, like you know. and all that kind of. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, that that idea definitely gels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we haven't actually yeah.
2: discussed this before, so. Find, yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: developing in front of us. Yeah.
0: I don't know why I had to do that. I, I just talked in my hands a lot. It's really weird. It's good. Um, <laughs> it's, it's no good for a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, no. It's it's great to sort of hear that there's there's so much scope for what you want to do, and, and you're very much sort of you're not rushing things. And is that very important to you that you don't kind of get too ahead of yourselves before you can feel comfortable and confident enough to tackle a project like? an album, second EP, those kinds of things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you would ever wanna release anything that we weren't really happy. Well, you we, you never like fully well, I'm personally never fully happy with you know, anything. Yeah. <laughs> but um but but that you're not like 95% happy with, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that takes time. um Although there is like an impatience in me, and probably in, definitely in Paul, actually as well.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> no very
2: to, What do you mean? To, no, to just <laughs> to, to get to kind of hit because we had such a pause because of COVID. Yeah. Um. So we're just so ready to to kind of get going and and um yeah properly make a name for ourselves um in yeah. Birmingham, but also yeah
0: yeah
1: I, I feel like there'll probably be one or two things will allow us to do that one is just we've been doing this long enough now that we totally understand who we are and what we want to say mm-hmm. and how we want to yeah. say it. and the second one is can come a bit sooner than that which is that um you know and is less likely I imagine but somebody somewhere likes what we do and yeah. puts a bit more of a team behind us and helps us to craft that ourselves yeah it always comes back to the two of us being able to do only so much with our um, time and our our resources. Mm. Um, So yeah, one way or another though, I can see it happening down the line. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you sort of managed to get out and perform live yet? Um, Or is that something you're kind
1: of building up to?
2: Not in Birmingham, but we have have performed elsewhere
1: yeah we had a um, gig a couple of weeks ago down in london again um yeah uh, just because we've got those connections
2: yeah and a few tail ended last year in london as well so yeah. yeah so we're just now working on we've got a few dates that aren't firmed up yet but hopefully yeah. will be soon um and yeah. if anyone listening wants us to play a show we will happily play that show so
1: just get into it and I promise I will keep the puns to a minimum. Yes, yeah. of course you want them, and then you've got. <laughs> it's the main
0: reasons, the main re- reason people will book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I try oh, you do keep music as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's it's, it's weird. and also I where did the name come about first? Frontier? Is, is there a story so behind the name?
2: So long it took. Really, so- we were boring poor for a while. <laughs> which was the name I gave Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and then, accurate. and then we we're like, oh, it doesn't really, doesn't really fit who we are. It doesn't um, feel like
1: egalitarian.
2: And then we we brainstormed for months for a new name. And then every time we found one that we liked, someone else would have it. We'd Google it, and there'd be oh, fan there with yeah. it. Um, and we wanted something fairly unique, um, so that we didn't have to change it down the line. Yeah. Um, So we did, Paul, you you actually came up with First Frontier.
1: Yeah, like I figured there's going to be some things that will keep coming up that, um, you know, we're both quite passionate about outside of music, such as, you know, environmental concerns and that kind of thing. And so I was like, well, it's again, it's never going to be overt, but uh, an ambiguous name is always good, but it has to mean something to us. It can't just be like, these cool words go together. And, (laughs) you know. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, I, you could put anything together, right?
2: That think. would actually be a cool band name.
1: These two words go together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you not. Anyway, it would again, some, yeah. you know, It kind of feels gimmicky. It always feels a bit gimmicky. And a lot of the cool names we were coming up with, then we'd go and find this, somebody who already had that name. And, yeah. Um, ultimately, like, First Frontier was that, uh, I think it came around the time that um, Elon Musk and all of these Super rich guys were like, We're gonna colonize Mars, and Uh, all the while we're destroying our planet. And put we, you know, I was so frustrated that they could have been putting that incredible intelligence and wealth to fixing a lot of the problems that we're creating here on our planet. The one place we know for a fact is habitable and reachable for us. and instead we're going Final Frontier, Final Frontier, like, because they all grew up with Star Wars, of course. And so they all want to play their own little Star yeah. Wars game. And it just felt want like a death star. <laughs> yeah. So First Frontier was like, let's focus on fixing what we can fix first. Yeah. And we'll work it, you know. And I don't know how we're going to do that with music. We yeah. are. <laughs> but it's, it's part of it. It's, it's contributing, hopefully, to the dialogue. If not, not yeah. it's, it's, it's giving people great ideas for uh, Christian veg um, companies that I think, you know, <laughs>
0: It's... Yeah, well, that's, to be honest, that's your concept album. <laughs> yeah. the story of one man's fight for the environment. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> one vegetable at a time. Yeah.
0: yeah. Or Not... a, le- a lettuce's fight for the environment. Oh, yes. there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's a In the beach. icebergs. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like can of pic- picture the
0: cover now. <laughs> dystopian land and yeah. a humanoid lettuce walking along. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's
1: actually really cute. I love that. That's
0: the music video. Yeah. yeah. It's going
1: to draw itself. It's the new Wally.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where's Lettuce? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, okay. God, it's been amazing. <laughs> <Joe and laughs> I've you. had a lot of fun. Brilliant. It's, yeah. yeah, it's I've had such a great laugh. And I love when I can have a good laugh on these sorts of things because it's, it's great to know that you're so... Your, your approach to music, I love it. It's so relaxed and just we're just going to do what we want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really helps your music to kind of stand out. And is a great core to have when writing the music and producing the music. And I look forward to hearing much, 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 much more.
1: Thanks. Thanks mate. Yeah. We can't wait. We can't wait to be putting it all out there really. And yeah. Yeah. One week today. Is it one week tomorrow? The yes. EP is out. Is well, it? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, 18th yeah. of March. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A week on Friday. Wednesday. Yeah. Friday?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Sometime it'll be out. About... It'll be out eventually. It'll be out next week somewhere.
0: Yeah. Just who knows? <laughs> no, it's it's brilliant. And um, obviously, if anybody wants to get in touch, discover more about you guys beyond the puns and the music, yeah. um, how'd they go about doing that? Sort of social media handle wise.
2: So we are First Frontier Music um, on pretty much all the socials apart from Twitter,
1: which is yep. First Frontier UK.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah. if you Google First Frontier we first we're mostly above star trek now yeah um it's taken a while um yeah. so maybe just google first frontier band or first frontier yeah music and yeah you're, all our stuff will appear you'll be able to find us no problem
0: yeah are oh, brilliant and guys again thank you so much for talking it's been an absolute laugh and i could talk veggie puns all day long <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there you have it. That was my conversation with the brilliant Paul and Helena, a.k.a. First Frontier. They're amazing people, a brilliant ethos and approach to music that I think is really going to make their music stand out like like I sort of said in the the interview it was a great pleasure chatting with them I had such a laugh as you can probably tell and even now um, listening back to it I'm still thinking of veggie puns to come in through and if you'd like to send your own veggie puns you can tweet First Frontier um, let them know your ideas um, and you can also send them to me Uh, so be sure while you're following First Frontier across all their social media platforms if you haven't already then please don't hesitate to follow me as well it's at Barcelona underscore music on Instagram and Twitter Barcelona music UK on facebook and as always you can send any emails um to let me know what you think of the podcast so far or just anything drop your own music or even if you'd like to be a guest on the show then again please don't hesitate to get in touch barstormusicuk at gmail.com right it's been once again another brilliant interview hopefully you've really really enjoyed it do go check out first frontiers music be sure to keep an eye out if you're in birmingham for any live shows coming up for them and um, because i'll definitely be uh front and centre so yeah so big thank you to listening to this week's safe space Space, not spake space Um, I'll be back next week with a brand new guest so until then keep safe and just keep supporting unsigned and independent music wherever you are